out there. I'm Pat Pauley, and I want to welcome you to my show, Art Beat Northwest. We are a nonprofit with a goal of promoting the arts in the Pacific Northwest. Each week, we interview folks from the visual or the performing arts, and this week, Ruthie V. and Lindy Hensley are here to talk with us. Now, Ruthie V. has exhibited work in all the major museums in our area, and she has a B.A. in painting from Western Washington University and studied art in Japan. Ruthie V. creates paintings that are direct, expressive, and edited for simplicity. She focuses on figurative painting and also teaches at Seattle Artist League, which she co-founded. Welcome to the show, Ruthie. Hi, thank you. This is wonderful to be here. Great. And Lindy Hensley, uh, after building a successful catering business in Seattle, City Catering, Lindy came to painting later in life. With Ruthie as one of her teachers, she quickly discovered the joy of applying paint to canvas and dedicated herself to learning all about it. Co-founder of Seattle Artist League, Lindy, Lindy has a keen vision for good art and a talent for motivating people in positive directions while making everything incredibly fun. Welcome to the show, Lindy. Thanks, Pat. We're really happy to be here. Great, and we're happy you two could come by. But before we get started, I just want to mention a couple of events in our local area that you listeners may want to attend. Now, one of them is the new show at Village Theater, Hairspray, and it's their own show that they've created. It's their version, and it is wonderful perfection. It You know, it has a great plot. Everybody knows that, but the way they've done it, wonderful, lovable characters, really catchy tunes, fabulous voices, uplifting, oh, so enjoyable. And I was there Saturday night, and, you know, when they finished it, everybody just leaped to their feet. And usually, you know, if people do get a standing ovation, it's, you know, people stand up slowly. But not on this one. Everybody is sleeping. It's really good. And this is the musical you need to see on at Village Theater till July 1st. So that's a long time, long run. And if you miss it, then you can go to Everett July 6th to August 5th. It will be on. So don't miss this one. I also went to Love Never Dies on Friday night. Uh, I won't talk too much about that, but uh, it was not good (laughs) at the (laughs) Paramount. (laughs) It's over now, I think, so I can talk about it. (laughs) And then, okay, do not forget the U District Street Fair. It's easy to miss because it's so early in the year. But it's on this next weekend, Saturday, May 19th, 10 to 7, Sunday, May 20th, 10 to 6. You know, it's always fun and funky. And if you're not real interested in the art, there's, and the art is great, and it's always something new and unusual, you know. But there's also music. There's lots of street performers, uh, as well as the arts and crafts. And uh, it's usually just a great sunny day, and you get a you know, nice walk down University Avenue, which is the only time it's ever closed, right? We can walk right down there, and you can bring your dog even. So, wow. Now, you probably want to ride the bus, walk, or bike if you can because parking is limited and it can get expensive. We'll be back shortly talking about Seattle Artist League. 
on Art Beat Northwest. Spring has sprung. Refresh your creativity with a spring art class at the Kirkland Art Center. Experience learning something new or refining your artistic skills. Try Nuno felting, clay surface design, printmaking, abstract painting, and more. Sign up for one of our many art classes for kids, teens, and adults, and see what's new in our free gallery exhibits featuring local and national fine artists. To register and find out more, visit Kirkland artcenter.org seattle tacoma antwerp that's right we're streamed worldwide on our app and on the web at 1150kknw.com welcome back to rp northwest ruby b and lindy hensley are here talking about seattle artist league and okay the first question what is seattle artist league So, Pat, we're a school in North Seattle, and we offer classes for adults in painting, drawing, printmaking. And also, this summer, we're introducing youth and teen camps. And we have workshops as well, including open figure drawing sessions. So we're an adult and youth and teen education place. (laughs) Now, Now, tell me how you got together to start this. Because you have only been in existence since 2016, and you are already, at least online, you know, kind of a big deal. So uh, how did you get started, and how did you make it uh, mushroom so quickly into all of these different courses that you're offering? Well, I, I met Landy when I was teaching at Pratt. She joined my painting class. And um, I tried to make that class really community-based. And um, each student was encouraged to find their own individuality and direction. So a lot of the students there were repeat students, and they would come back and come back. And um, That shows you're a good teacher. (laughs) She is. I also withhold a lot of information, and they had to keep coming back to find out what it was. Oh, that's your secret. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, Lindy was a, a... a repeat student, and it was always wonderful to have her in the class. So we started going to museums and art shows together and um, just developing an art friendship that it was just so enjoyable. Um, <laughs> and then what? And then what? And then I, uh, Ruthie is actually an excellent instructor. One of the things I loved about her class is she can find something interesting that every she can help you find what you want to do. So everyone is following their own path in really interesting ways, even if it isn't exactly her path. And I felt like she needed a bigger forum for that. And oddly in my life, I had thought someday I want to open an art school (laughs) for no reason that I can explain. My mother taught art for a while, so I was interested. And so uh, one night I invited her over to my house for dinner, which I nearly burned, which is sad for a caterer. But, um, and I said, hey, I was thinking, it's a little crazy, but do you want to start an art school? And I said, no. And she said, uh, yeah, that's really nice of you, but no, I don't think so. And, and I ran away. And then later she said, hey, that art school. And I was like, yeah, that's no, that's not happening. No, you whatever. Said no, and you and ran then, away. Yeah. And then we went to see um, that. Uh, impressionist show at Sam and we went and had dinner after and she's like you know that art school thing and I said 
you said you didn't want to do that. And she's like, I did want to do that. And I'm like, well, I wanted to do that, too. <laughs> and then one day she sent me a text and said, I quit all my jobs. <laughs> do you want to jump off a cliff with me? <laughs> and we started. That's, that's, that's and so how long true. did it take you to transition your catering business into an art school? Oh, you know, that catering business is alive and kicking, and it's catering right now. And so, oh, so you're doing both. Oh, yeah. Um, I am a supportive member of the Seattle Artists League and Ruthie is the the main driver on that. Lindy never sleeps. Lindy never sleeps. But what's great is many of my employees have come and taken classes and they hang out with us and they do things like move heavy walls. Oh and they do. Oh they my god. If make you prints ever and want all kinds to get of fun things. Into business with someone, choose a caterer. They have trucks, they have labor, <laughs> they can show up and have everything be chaos and fix everything immediately and make it fun. It's the perfect business partner, a caterer. I highly go so find a caterer. Perfect for, a caterer is always perfect for an art school. Now we yes, know that. Yes. True. And by the way, Landy is still with City Catering. Uh, so if you need is, anything, cater. I, I believe we are serving In an artistic food. way. Right now. <laughs> I had you a delicious quinoa salad today made by City Catering. Yes, you did. Nordic Heritage Museum. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you got together and you started it, but how did you grow it so quickly? Uh, you've only been around for less than two years. Well, I'm we gonna had t- my people from... Oh, you you can take it. I was going to say, Ruthie has a huge following. <laughs> oh. That's the that's the quick answer. Is She had a lot of people who really wanted to take more classes from her, different classes, and so they they found her fast. Aww. And so you were looking for a place for people who would enjoy learning about art within a supportive community of peers, right? Yeah. And so you... Um, so you uh, founded it. <laughs> yeah. When I was in art school, I read this book called Art and Fear. And it was my, I think it was my last year in art school. And um, the, the premise of the book is that most people who decide that art is really important to them stop making art for whatever reason. But most of the people who graduate with art degrees don't continue to make art. And, um, and so I'd been thinking about that for quite a while. And I had made my own list of challenges. So, you know, a challenge might be time or um, just saying that it was important um, or uh, building a community. So things that made it easier for me to make art were when there was a session where there were other people that were expecting me to be there or hoping that I would be there. So it was more of a friendship-based thing. Or when there was something regularly scheduled, like a class or something, then then I would be more likely to show up. And then, of course, once I was there, I'd enjoy myself. Um, deadlines are always good for artists. <laughs> but um, I wanted there to be a place that would just automatically um, help people through the, some of the simplest but hardest things uh, that get in our way for our creative practices. Um, so... We've got the scheduled classes, and then we've also just got classes where people are really excited to see each other, and they they talk to each other and say, which class are you taking next quarter? I want to take that with you, you know? So um, it's really supportive, and I think that does a lot. So it seems like a lot of people enjoy doing art, but not too many people really enjoy doing it alone. Well, alone is good sometimes. Uh Um, You know, I, I like the solace of my studio as well, but... 
Um, I think there's a good balance between the two. Um, I think most people would say something similar. Everybody's got their uh, their balance for their alone time and their social time. But, um, you know, I've got some students that come in and they just want to uh, work on something, their own project. And I've got some students that it's like their favorite time of the week is to come in or or maybe that's the only time they have because when they go home they've got family and dishes and all that crazy stuff so so i i know you built this because you have a lot of connections and people that you have taught but how about all the teachers that you've recruited i think that's the the key to having a good art school is the teachers who are the basis of your art school. We have some wonderful teachers. Uh, Part of that comes from our engagement with the community in general, Um, you know, being part of group, uh, like a critique group with other artists, and some of those people have come and taught workshops. Again, hate to throw it back to you, but Ruthie's pretty connected with other artists, and they have uh, come to her with an interest in maybe a workshop or in particular, Nikki Barber, a printmaker in Seattle, has totally taken on our printmaking classes, and she is wonderful. And she's what a, a fine, gem. she's a gem. Everybody loves uh, Nikki. <laughs> so some people have come to us. Some people have, you know, reached out. Ruthie's reached out to them, and they've made a relationship and come to us. So it has been a great group. Really you, lovely. You know how we found Nikki? Is I asked Brian Lane. He's, uh, he's a hub of art connections in Seattle for printmaking and he's just a wonderful generous man and I knew he knew everybody in the city who did printmaking and I said Brian who do you know who would be good for a printmaking class and I I kind of I want someone who's got really good knowledge and a, a really great teacher but I want someone who's just a little funny I want someone <laughs> funny and he said Oh, you got to get, you got to talk to Nikki. <laughs> she did this one thing. I took her class. She made a thing. And I, and he was still, he couldn't describe the thing, but he was still laughing about it. So, well, now, is she the one that is going to have that one printmaking class where they hire the exactly. construction equipment? She's driving that thing. She's driving. She is driving the steamroller. <laughs> We're going to get her a hard hat and a vest. She is all in. She used to work for a construction company, and she used to drive all the equipment around. She's so excited. Oh, okay. So people make woodcuts, and then then they put the pa- put them on the paper, and then she drives a steamroller yeah. Yeah, we go big, baby. (laughs) And they probably make wonderful prints because there's plenty of pressure. (laughs) I think so. And we're going to have some food. We're also going to do uh, a league, a community-based art show that day with our uh, students. And we're, it's kind of, we're calling it a fair. We're going to sweep off the street and throw down some wood blocks and roll over them with a steamroller. Yes, that's so, a good day. So that's going to be, what's the date on that? August 25th, and we'll have a class leading up to that, There's and we'll have, and a have a workshop yeah. as well. Yeah, and, gear up. Gear and up. so you're having your, like, art fair for your students and so on then, August 25th? Yes. And is that in Greenwood at your studio? Yes. It'll be at the school. Oh, wow. Well, that sounds very exciting. And if anybody out there knows how to get a street permit, give us a call. We're going to need it. Just those little things they throw in your way, right? (laughs) 
So what are the basic classes you teach for adults? You, do, you talked about the, the printmaking, which I'm sure is very important. And what, what other are the basic classes that you're specializing in? The printmaking is always uh, revolving. So Nikki has taught monotypes and woodcuts, lino cut, um, uh, <laughs> a collagraph. I didn't even know what a collagraph was until she taught me about it. It's really interesting. So she she revolves the um, so all the printmaking kinds of styles. Printmaking. Yeah, it's oh, great. Wonderful. And um, and then we've also got uh, drawing, figure drawing, oil painting, uh, abstract painting. Um, I'm teaching a critique class in the fall. That's a wonderful class. Very uh, very good for artists and art supporters alike. Um, Watercolor. Watercolor. <laughs> How and about then, this class called Paint Like Cezanne? Oh, yeah. That is from a class that I co-taught with Suzanne Walker. She's our art historian. She is fabulous and full of vinegar. And um, we taught a series that was called Steel Like an Artist, where every week we would well, study an artist book. in history. There's a book. It's a fun book, isn't yeah. it? Yes. Um, so... Uh, every week, Suzanne would introduce us to an artist, a time in art history or a technique, and then um, she'd pass it off to me, and I would uh, work with students to create artwork within that same technique or inspired by the style. And so um, every week was totally different, and the most fun one was the Cezanne. So I just wanted to do it again because everybody had such a great time, especially that day. So it's just this tiny, tiny little workshop, four hours, and um, everybody's just going to make a fast Cezanne painting, and that's going to be it. I think it'll be really fun. And that's oh. this Saturday. Sunday? Saturday. Saturday. I'm going to be there whenever it is. Everything's going to be there. Be there. You better there. be there. Yeah. But I'm ready. Okay. Yeah, but it's already time for a break. We're here talking with All About Seattle Artist League. We'll be right back with more. From new exhibitions to community events, Bellevue Arts Museum is always new, always different, and always exciting. Through August 10th, check out Posada, Jose Guadalupe Posada, and the Mexican Penny Press. Known as the father of modern Mexican art, Posada is famous for his popular and satirical representations of calaveras or skeletons in lively guises. On Saturday, July 14th, join us for the Artful Evening, BAM's most fun, festive, and important fundraising event of the year. With over 300 community leaders and friends attending, Artful Evening is the party of the summer and helps fund world-class exhibitions and essential community programming throughout the year. More at BellevueArts.org. Wondering what's on next on Alternative Talk 1150? Check out 1150kknw.com. Welcome back to Artbeat Northwest. MTV and Wendy Hensley are here talking about Seattle Artist League. And we were talking about a Cezanne workshop, which we have decided is actually Sunday. I get, I get 10 points. I get 10 points for calling it <laughs> Sunday. I was Sunday, wrong. this Sunday. So if you want to sign up, I think you can still do that. Anyway, I want to know. Are community members of all artistic levels welcome in your classes, or is this just for, like, artists? This is for everyone. We have a lot of people who come to us who have maybe taken art classes in the past, maybe they've stepped away, or maybe they've always wanted to and have always been 
afraid and they come into our beginning classes and they get a lot of support. And I find that it's a real mix because we have artists who take classes. One of the most fun times I've had this past year was a class I took with Ruthie. We were both in it. And so we also encourage our instructors to take classes. So it truly is a mix of people who might be very new mm-hmm. to making any kind of art or a particular medium and those who are quite expert. And what I love about it is people are incredibly supportive and they take a lot of joy in the success of the people who are in it. So we really are for all levels. It's true. And I've taken art classes where there's that kind of competition-based feeling. And I haven't felt any of that vibe in our in our classroom. So it's um, it's it's really welcoming. And it, it it's if you're if you're sitting next to somebody who's a professional artist, it's it's supportive and fun rather than oh my God, they're so much better than I am. This is horrible. I I need to leave. (laughs) So, yeah, Yeah. it's good. Oh, that's good. So it's a good place for people to get started. Do you ever get some of these techie types coming in too? Tons. We have a lot of... Because they seem like, you know, they're kind of on the opposite. Well, some of them are arty, but it's it's kind of on a different spectrum than arty, you know. One of the things we asked some people, because we have a couple areas we draw pretty strongly from. One is people in the tech industry who are just sick of screen time and they yeah. want to do something different. Yeah. We have a lot of scientists. Yeah. And when we <laughs> really? talk to those guys about what they do at work, they talk a lot about the artistic approach they have in their everyday job. And I love having them in our classes. They uh, Scientists make excellent artists. They do. They're so patient <laughs> and methodical, and they value the process. The process they, of science and the process of art is surprisingly similar. Isn't that interesting? Very Plus, if you say something's water-soluble and it's not, they will totally bust you because yes. they know everything. The chemistry in graphite <laughs> is not water-soluble. <laughs> Thank you, Hannah. So it sounds like you have just all walks of life. And um, everyone's welcome. And if you're just a new artist, it's a good place to be. I think it's a great place to be. Now, how about your youth programs? I know you've got a lot of things coming up this summer. And a lot of parents are looking for these classes for kids to get into. Ones that the kids will really enjoy, will support their self-esteem, and uh, be a lot of fun. And it sounds like you all have that kind of a class, classes coming up. We have some great summer camp programs. They start on June 25th, and we're running both. Each day has two half-day sessions, and people can combine them into a full day. And we have, again, a really good slate of teachers. We're doing. We're starting it off with plaster mask making. So it kind of runs the gamut. There's fun things like plaster mask making, puppet making. Then there's a little bit, for those who are a bit more serious, they can do beginning painting with Ruthie. Uh, There's a lot, there's a fair amount of printmaking. We have some, a class called Art Tech Trash, which is about upcycling. And you know a little bit more about that. Well, everybody in the class is going to make something from garbage, which sounds horrible, but (laughs) they're pretty cool looking. And then they get wired up. So um, it's, uh, it's taught by Claire and then a and then her partner who does tech work and they um, they wire these things up to be reactive to light and touch and sound. They're super cool. 
Yeah, so we're really excited about those programs starting. One of the great things about it is when we first published them, we got a lot of people who contacted us and asked if they could we could make some of them into adult classes. Oh, so that's a good <laughs> idea. <laughs> one of the things we did is we added as a workshop this summer that I'm going to take puppets and pints. Puppets and pints. And so people can come for an afternoon and they'll have an option perhaps of having a beer or a cider. I was and, wondering what pints meant, but I thought that's Yeah, probably. and they'll make a Muppet-style puppet, uh-huh. and that's for adults. But that's straight, that's straight from the kids' program. How could that not be fun? And then next, you're going to have to write your own play and put on a production. A show. <laughs> <laughs> you have another thing you just started, and that's called Shorties. So that kind of caters to people with very little time, right? Yeah. So how does that work? I... I was getting uh, some feedback from people. So people who are new to making art, they don't have, um, it would be really difficult to have your first class be four hours, right? You're pretty tired at the end of the day, and then you come into an art class, and it's 10 o'clock before you get out. That's too much for most people. Um, So I took a standard figure drawing class, and I shortened it to an hour and a half. And so I kind of run it like an exercise session, like it's cardio. Uh-huh. And we, we start right on time and we, we take a couple little breaks, but it's pretty intensive and it's super fun. It's super fun. And then right when everybody gets tired, we stop and we're done. It's, it's fantastic. So figure drawing classes, just really short intensives. It's great. Well, that sounds like you're really catering to today's working audience, you know, <laughs> which is what? People need to do. We're all limited on something, so, so we want to make it possible. Are, yes. So we are running out of time. Any final words that you want to convey? <laughs> well, I would say, first of all, <laughs> thank you so much for having us on. And for please, I, I hope people come and check out our website, shoot us a note, sign up for a class, take a workshop, drop in for figure drawing. Certainly come August 25th to our fair. And again, if you know how to get a street permit, Definitely get in touch with me because I'd love to talk to you. And how about giving the website so people can get on there, find out about classes and all your events? Because one thing that really impresses me, you're you're a fairly new organization, but you're so organized with such a wonderful website that it seems like, you know, you're more organized than several of these organizations that have been around for 20 years. So I congratulate you on Thanks. That. It's seattleartistleague.com. And one thing I would, we didn't talk about, is our blog, which is called V-Notes. And Ruthie writes it and comes out a few times a week. And there is so much fun, interesting information in that. It's just whatever comes into her mind or is in the news, she sends out a note about it and writes about art or techniques, all kinds of things. So check that out. Okay, I just signed up for Vino, by the way. Oh, great. So, And I heard it was really great. And I think we should give this, uh, it's seattleartistleague.com, not, no not plural. There's no, they ran out of S's when we got our website. There was just a limitation on S's. Oh. So, <laughs> the, so it's seattleartistleague. <laughs> yeah. Seattleartistleague.com. Okay. Well, it sounds like a lot of fun that you guys have over there in Greenwood. And uh, the listeners ought to be going over there and getting some classes. Well, I look forward to meeting them. Thank you, Pat. And be sure to listen in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. drive time for Artbeat Northwest on 1150 a.m. Have a great creative week.